0: Daily with Jason Mertidis. Here it is. Welcome to the month of October here on Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. Flyers go down against the Boston Bruins in preseason game number two. Joel Faraby, though, number two, two goals, two power play goals, both assisted by James Van Riemsdyk, another uh, assisted by JVR and Cam York, but the Flyers fall in defeat. But in this episode, we're not going to concentrate on the result. It's preseason. I think we all understand that. We're going to concentrate on what happened in these games, the elements, the positives, the negatives, the players that stuck out in both of those regards with the man. From philadelphiaflyers.com, nhl.com and hockeybuzz.com. It is Bill Meltzer. Bill, how are we doing?
1: Uh, we we are fine, you know, it's only in the preseason. We can lose both in regulation and in the shootout and not, not feel bad about it. So, It's like know, the double uh, dip loss. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thankfully, there are no standings. So,
0: well, my understanding is that they're going to do that, the shootout at the next two Flyers home games as well. Yeah. I guess it's just to work on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Now, I guess it counts either way as to whether it's a legitimate shootout, you know, through, through 65 minutes or it's just chosen, whatever, you know, however it ends. You know, I would think that'd be the case.
0: Well, let's talk about observations from not only the game against the Bruins, but also the game on Tuesday, because there are two far different teams that played in the yep. Flyers situation. Uh, but let, let's start with the Bruins game, which, with what's fresh, and let's start with a really big positive, and that's Joel Faraby once again. After a 20-goal season in just 55 games, a 30-goal pace, he pots two, the only Flyer two goals, both on the power play. Yep. The chemistry with James Van Riemsdyk is very apparent.
1: Yeah, that, uh, I mean the the power play was the, the obviously the biggest positive for the for the Flyers tonight. Um, you know, can't uh, can't be more efficient than going uh, two shots, two goals for Paraby tonight. So that uh, you know that uh, he, I mean the the second one was a thing of beauty. That was that was a just an unbelievable shot that he hammered. I mean the first one, the uh, backhanded saucer pass from JVR was was gorgeous too. So. You know, that was, the I guess, the big positive takeaway tonight was the, uh, the power play success. And, I mean, listen, it, it's, uh, you know, I, it, it was a game where you had pretty much a, a full lineup for Boston and, and a skeleton crew for the Flyers, which you'll see. You'll see that in the preseason anyway. Yep. The home team will start the regulars. The visiting team will start a minimal number of regulars. So, you know, you, you don't read too much into that. But, I mean, one thing you did want to look at was – how was the power play going to look? And uh, the power play looked quite good tonight. Even even uh, one of the ones they didn't score on, they had a really good scoring chance for Forrester on that. So, you know, the power play was definitely positive.
0: You just brought up Forrester. He's one of the guys that did play Tuesday and did play tonight. Do they plan him in those back-to-back games just to give him an extra look? Is is there serious consideration to him making this roster?
1: I, I think that if he just blows the doors off, you know, in, in, in games uh, – that, that it might enter into some conversation. I mean, he did have an outstanding rookie camp. Um, and, he, and he looked good. You know, he's looked good in practices, too, at, for the NHL team. Um, so I, I think A.V. wanted to take a look at how that would translate to, even though it's preseason game speed, how it would translate to game speed and, you know, what impact he could make. I mean, honestly, he's been kind of quiet in the, the two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, they had trouble getting him the puck, and he had trouble getting open. In, in the uh, first exhibition game, and uh, you know tonight he would have the one really good scoring opportunity. He looked a little more comfortable tonight, but uh, you know not not in a level where you'd say he's blowing anybody's doors off. But well, listen, he's 19 years old. I mean, he's uh, you know he's he's a very exciting prospect. But I would be surprised, Jason, if he if he starts the season with, with the big team.
0: Yeah, I just don't think that he'd get the requisite ice time to develop his game further, and it would be better served. Um, with the phantoms now speaking of a guy that that's got an opportunity that's morgan frost and he was in the lineup uh, against the boston bruins and uh, you know morgan is, is in an interesting position because it's right there for the taking and sometimes that can be i try and do too much because it's right there for the taking so you want to sometimes just calm yourself a little bit what would you see out of his game
1: yeah i i thought I thought Morgan looked kind of jittery tonight, honestly. Um, yeah, I felt the same way. <laughs> you know, he uh he wasn't getting a lot of touches. When he did get touches, he was anxious to get rid of the puck or he got taken off the puck. Um, you know, he uh has to guard the house a little bit better on the on, on the on the stuffing goal, you know, where the stepped out in front. Now he's a power forward, he's a hard guy to stop, but you know, as as a center, that is one of your responsibilities. And he was kind of ineffectual against a, a bigger, stronger player there. Um, you know, he, uh, late in the game, he did erase his own turnover and prevented an empty net goal. So that, you know, and that's the biggest highlight of a game for a player. I mean, it's, it's kind of a tough night for the player. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't think it was a very good game for him pretty much in, in any aspect on the flip side. You know, you have to cut him a bit of slack because really it's his first real, real hockey game since he got injured. You know, yeah. I mean practices and rookie camp and and rookie games. That's not the same thing.
0: Three on three half ice is not the same,
1: (laughs) but it's not the same thing. So, you know, it was not a very, not a very good first impression, but he'll have have some more chances here.
0: Yeah. And, and and nobody's mind's going to be made up. They're very cognizant of that. And the other thing too, is, you know, in that first, to me, it looked like he never got into a rhythm in the game and being on the PK so much, disrupts any rhythm of getting out there and developing a rhythm and and kind of feeling it he just never seemed to grab a feel for it for me
1: yeah I, i i agree you know i mean when uh when when frost is in a rhythm he's handling the puck a lot and he's he's one of the distributors he he hardly touched the puck tonight so that 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 speaks to him not being in any kind of a rhythm
0: um one of the guys that uh we wanted to see in this one as well was goaltender martin jones um the first two goals, both on the power play for the Bruins. Okay, one of them is kind of a broken play where Pasternak loses it, and that changes the the coverage of everything. But the third one is the one that I really didn't like, Bill, um, for a couple of reasons. A, he gave up too much net on the short side, and there was a ton of traffic to the middle of the ice. As a goal, you got to read that, knowing he's more less likely to shoot there because there's so much traffic, and the ability to get the puck through all of those bodies is difficult. And the glove was far too low.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I, I know after the game that A V pointed out that the puck was deflected off of Sandine's stick, but I, I have to be honest here, it was a clear-sighted shot. It you know, might have you know, it might have had that little bit of a skee ball effect off of uh off of Sandine stick, but it didn't really change angle, it just deflected upwards. And uh, and and you know, you and I had said in text and watching replays. You know, his glove was pretty low on the I don't know if he would have to get the glove up there, but if his body, if he was if he was on angle there, should have hit him anyway.
0: Yep, um, that's, so that's I point, I yeah, that's my point. Yeah,
1: I didn't I didn't like that goal either.
0: Yeah, the deflection is almost in that situation meaningless because if it's deflected just up and he is shading short side, which is the play, you know, the the save selection or the approach. I I thought he should have had there. Then it just it, you don't catch it, but it hits you in the shoulder. You know, and for just to kind of blow by him like that with far too much short side net and not only that, but short side is the shorter distance from where the guy's shooting to the goal. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I digress. Uh Rasmus line, and He saw power play time, north of three minutes. He saw penalty kill time, north of three minutes. He had a couple shots in the game, couple hits. And I I, I thought that it was a nice showing for Rasmus line. What'd you see out of him?
1: I, I thought so too. Um you know, he came out and he set a physical tone right away, very first shift. Big hit behind the net, totally clean hit. Uh then he had one along the along the wall in the neutral zone. Um, you know, the Flyers actually did come out and set a pretty good physical tone early and and R- Rissaline was one of the leaders in that. Um, you know, he was out for one of the power play goals against, and that was, you know, the I mean, they got they got a little scrambled after the, the puck battle was lost. You know, it was it was a broken play. Um someone has to keep track of where uh <laughs> You know where Marshawn is. He's the most, you know, or well, he he or Pasternak is the most dangerous guy on the ice at any any given time. But I mean, you know, that that's a, that's on the whole unit really. Yeah. You know, it's just just a, a broken sequence, and that's going to happen. You know, the puck ends up ends up on Marshawn's stick. Other than that, you know, I thought he was really good. Uh, they we were deploying him a little bit in the left circle on the uh, second power play unit. I know he's probably not going to play that role once yeah, that the season third. But but it's an option. Or Ned front is an option with them too because he did that in Buffalo. Um, yeah. You know, he's, uh, he he has some offensive ability. He's been a guy who's you know had a few forty point seasons in the NHL, so he can contribute in that way too. So I thought it was a, I thought it was a positive first game for him.
0: Uh, one of the guys Bill that we thought perhaps that Seattle Kraken were going to grab in the expansion draft, and that they end up taking Carson Torinsky, but Nicholas Albe Kubel was the guy that we looked at and said that make maybe that makes sense, right? And He's a guy that a couple of years ago under AV was a probably their best four checker, straight line four checker, can be physical, can pop the goal here or there with a, with a nice release and knew his role, got away from it last year, drew too many penalties. And that'll put you in a coach's doghouse when you're not a scorer to begin with, when you're taking penalties and putting your team in, in a perilous situation. I go back to that Boston game last year where he got the penalty for closing his hand on the puck, right? And uh, he's a guy that needs to have a good camp. To re-grab that confidence of the coaching staff, I thought he looked pretty good. He looked a little bit more like straight line Nick Allbay Kubel, moving his feet.
1: Yeah, definitely uh, north south, getting it in on the forecheck, getting getting involved physically. I thought he was fine. I thought that, I thought that whole line with Thompson and and Lawton was was fine tonight. Uh, you know, it was one of two NHL lines that the Flyers sent out there tonight, and they they did their jobs. I mean that uh, that's what you that you that's what you want to see. You know, they were. Yeah, they, they were solid. Obey Kubel, you know, the Flyers had uh, their really. I mean, and they knew coming in there were going to be a crackdown on uh, cross-checking especially. But, they, you know, it was a pretty tightly called game at times. And Obey Kubel didn't do anything to get himself, you know, in the box tonight. And that's one of the things they're looking for. So that, uh, you know, that was that was fine for him.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a good showing. Um, last player I want to ask you about is Cam York. He gets an assist in the game on the second power play goal. And uh, Cam, he took a penalty uh, in the first period. But like you said, they were calling it really tight. I I guess I think he got the cross check, uh, one of the cross checking penalties. Uh, But Cam, I thought there were points in the game where he looked really comfortable. And there were some points where I thought he didn't look so comfortable.
1: Yeah, I I didn't think he was great at five on five. overall. Yeah. and The the first 30 minutes of the game, I I didn't, you know, I thought he had a, a bunch of rough shifts. He settled in he settled in as he went along and that's, you know, you expect that with young players. He, um, you know, he, I mean, he had that great power play shifts leading up to the second Farabee goal, not just, not just the uh, dish to Farabee to set up the goal was teed up beautifully, but to start with a keep in the zone, moving the puck. Well, you know, that was really, uh, you know, he's, he's a good distributor on the power play and that, that showed in on that, uh, that power play there. And he had, he had another power play too. where I thought he moved the puck pretty well. So, you know, for for a young player, there were some ups, there were some downs, but uh, you know, I I thought he got better as the game went along, and that's you know that's uh, all like guess, par for the course.
0: And you just want to take some positives out of it. Um, I imagine growing up in California for him, that he must have played baseball. It's huge out there, and he must have been like a a rangy shortstop. Yeah, you know, Ghost was good at that. You know, selling out his body to keep pucks in. Yeah, and, and that is such an important asset for a PP quarterback to keep it alive and keep yeah. it in the zone and not have to reacquire the the offensive yeah. zone.
1: It's vital because uh, you know we, entries can be tricky. I mean, everybody tries yep. to deny the blue line, and every time you have to go go 200 feet again, you know it's uh, it makes it tough. I mean, I but but every time on the flip side, every time you keep the puck in and you keep the pressure on you tire out the penalty killers yep you know the the chances of a the chances of a goal go up exponentially uh every time that every time that there's a keep so it's uh you know that's, uh, that 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 was a very big play in that whole sequence and that that, that as you said that that's a vital skill uh, on a on a power play uh, in the in the first game and I'm sure we'll talk about the first game in a minute but uh Ryan Ellis had a pretty crucial keep too it's just uh, just a big thing
0: so yeah, and can not you know that's the thing. You have that keep. They think they're getting off the ice. They're going to make a change. It's going the other way. He keeps it in. Now they're scrambling to gain their structure from a keep, you know, a PK perspective. And you've got more players, and now you can move the puck quickly and exploit them. It's such a big element. All right, let's go to Tuesday. Let's go to the first game uh, where the Flyers had a much more representative NHL lineup, all the way, albeit not like the one the Bruins had tonight. Uh, but you know, in that game, you know, Sean Couturier. Uh, he's got the new contract. It's not going to kick in until after this season. Uh, but where did you see his game, you know, coming into this year, and, and where do you think he's at right now?
1: Uh, you know, a typical established veteran's preseason. He hasn't really hasn't really been running on all cylinders yet. But uh, you know, he, he's the last guy you worry about in the lineup.
0: Um, took a hit I didn't I'm, like in that game yeah. where he's kind of backing yeah. up and yeah, scary one.
1: Yeah, that yeah. uh, that that one, and also Kinney took a pretty big hit that they you know, from actually from Cole Bardrow, ex-Phantom, Yeah. you know, they, they took a little exception to that. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I, Couturier, Couturier will be fine. I'm not, you know, he he could go the whole preseason without a goal or with just a, a point or two. And I don't even worry, worry about him answering the bell when the season starts. So, you know, it's uh typically, you know, typical veteran kind of early start to the preseason. You know, I, I, I didn't really didn't see anything that was alarming And it wasn't, you know, he'll he'll settle it and get better. Really, as a team, the Flyers got better as the game went along because it was a poor first period for the team.
0: One of the things that we didn't see a lot last year, and I think you and I were both calling for it, I know I was, was to put Travis connecting with Giroux and Couturier. AV seemed reticent to, you know, not do that last year. Um, It looks like that's the combination, at least at this point, in camp and preseason. Um, What changed? Why now?
1: I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think it's uh, to get TK than, off to a fast start. They want to get TK off to a quick start after yeah. a, a rough year for him last season. And I, I thought, you know, I, I think TK's actually been pretty good in camp so far. You know, and I know he, I know he took, you know, I know he got went to the box a time or two last game. Honestly, I'll live with that because when Knechny is involved and in getting under guys' skin, and you know, that's when he's effective. That's when he's doing other things. So, you know. It, when connecty is, you know, when you're not really noticing him and, and guys aren't hacking and whacking at him and, you know, and and uh, chirping at him and vice versa, you know, that's when connecting is not nearly as effective. So, you know, I, I actually kind of, I actually kind of like some of the things I, I saw from connecty in the first game.
0: Yeah. Uh, getting him off to a fair, uh, a fast start, I think is paramount for the yeah, team. I, um, Cam Atkinson is a guy. He's not the, Shoot, just shoot first mentality like just pure snipers are he's got defensive elements to his game penalty killing power play he scored over 40 goals in this league but in his first uh time shooting up as a flyer he managed to get four shots on goal he's plus one in the game uh played uh, power play time played some shorthanded time two and a half minutes in that game uh atkinson to me was advertised as advertised
1: oh yeah yeah i mean he uh you know he he might lose battles because he gives up size but he never gets outworked yep you know and uh he wins he wins a lot more than he loses and he he's so good at finding the seams and, and getting to the, the scoring area so yeah definitely all, all all the things that were advertised about Atkinson coming coming to Philadelphia you know you, you saw bits and pieces of that and it was a little bit of a uh, little bit of relief you know the today when uh because he he took a maintenance day yesterday yeah maintenance day that early in the preseason you "Uh oh but he he was he's fine
0: um let me ask you about proveroff and ellis the pairing because this is going to be just this could be the determining factor on their ability to keep pucks out of their own net and the determining factor to really help the goaltending of Carter Hart. So what did you see out of the pair together? The the chemistry looks pretty apparent to me. These two are spending a lot of time on the ice together and off the ice together. And I think that's, that's a big thing.
1: Yeah. Solid, solid first game, moved the puck pretty well. Um, You know, Rob had a charge with a couple of turnovers, one of which was kind of really a bad luck turnover. The puck hopped on him and he ended up sending it to uh, an opposing player. Uh, another turnover, maybe, was something you'd like to clean up a little bit. But I mean, I thought on the whole, Herring was fine, and I thought Ellis was really, really solid across the board. So <laughs> smooth, though. <laughs> yeah, he, he is so smooth. I mean, he 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 makes the right decision over and over and over again, and with or without the pocket, in any zone, you know, when he pinches, it's an intelligent pinch. He, uh, you know, he gets shots on net, and that's huge. That, uh, that that was very that was very apparent even in the first game I think he attempted six shots and four of them got on the net and one of them you know one of them was actually blocked down by a teammate looking for a deflection so it really uh you know really just just a lot of the elements that he brings uh you know either side of the pocket and just in terms of, of being poised you know I think all of those things jumped down the first game and I expect that to be the norm with him.
0: Yeah, I do as well. He's going to be one of those guys that repeats performances and, and, you know, simple plays and just can just nail them every time. Um, last thing, Carter Hart in that first game, 17 saves on 18 shots, tracked the puck extremely well, was getting to his spot, beating the pass on, on his edges and and waiting on East West one timers. Uh, I thought he looked really sharp in the game and his play reading was right there as well.
1: Totally agree. He was on his angles. Um, you know, he uh, – I know some people commented, well, he didn't have any tough saves. He made some tough saves look pretty easy, actually. That, that's, that's his game. Year. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. When, when hard when is on his game, he makes tough saves look easy. Uh, yep. And that's just because he's very quiet in his net, and he's he's square yeah. to the shooter, and the puck hits him in the chest or the middle of the pads and dies there, to, and it looks like an easy save, but it's really because what he did on the front end of the play to read it.
0: Yeah, when, when people see goalies make these crazy acrobatic saves – a lot of times that's a self-inflicted wound that you didn't do something right prior to that. So you have to go into desperation mode. You don't see Hart live in desperation mode. He, he doesn't play with a tremendous amount of depth that that warrants that. And he's so under control, efficient in his movements. And to me, a little bit more powerful, Bill. Uh, he looks a little stronger to me. Uh, so saw him off the ice and he looks like he put on some muscles, especially you know, and in the quads and and down below.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, he's definitely added some lower body strength. Um, you know, and that, uh, I mean, he's, he's always pushed well off the post and, and just, uh, you know, those kind of things. I mean, just technically so sound, but you can see, you can see a little bit more power in his stride. Um, even, even play simple stopping the puck and coming back around, you know, to his position. He, you know, he, he just, he's just very quick. He looks very quick right now. And, uh, you know and I, and he wasn't really tested where he had to get across quickly but i i think he would have been fine you know if he had had a reasonable chance at saves in the first game i i thought that was you know that to me was one of the big positives i did i did 3 stars for for the first game and uh i had hard as the third star just even though we only played two periods because yeah. i thought it was a very encouraging outing for him and he was he was very important to keeping that game scoreless after the first period
0: yeah it, it, i agree with you it was very Important, I think even though it was just a preseason game just to kind of almost go, okay, I have completely turned the page from last year to now I'm in 21, 22 mode at this point, Uh, Bill, this was awesome. Uh, They'll be back at it Saturday night against the Washington Capitals at the Wells Fargo center. And we'll have coverage for you. Once again, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of flyers daily. We'll give you another one coming up on Monday, seven days a week in two weeks when the home opener happens, In the meantime, we'll talk to you on Monday's Flyers Day.